0: Football, 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 football. It's the football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Here's your host, AJ Nicoletti. What up? FFFSOSS.com. At Twitter, Trish.tv slash AJ Nicoletti. 3 what's up everybody hopefully everybody had a nice weekend i'm coming off uh, RiderCon. if this is late if you're usually listening to this in the morning on tuesday i apologize uh, i was at RiderCon at borelli's tap room in long beach long island last night for the natty uh shout out the borelli's what an establishment great people they're so gracious with their time and then of course the riders with the healthy debate team rico dukes jetski phil jason tga who else I think Snapchat Steve was there who got a big steal in the barstool basketball. If you haven't seen that, watch that. Shout out Dana Beers. Uh, hopefully, I'm not forgetting any. I, obviously, Frank the Tank, Jenks, and Stu, I, I watched the game with them. Like They sat where I was sitting, and I was like, oh, sh- do you want me to? They're like, no, you're fine. And I was literally watching the entire <laughs> I watched the whole He was Frank the Tank. Jenks and Stu, wow, what a time to be alive. So gracious, so nice. Um... Yeah, they don't they don't have to like be that way and they are and it's really, really cool. So um and also I've been a fan for a long time, so they know who I am, which is pretty sweet, which is like wild. Like Rico right away. What's up, AJ? How you doing, bro? Thanks for coming out, bro. Like, bro, of course. Then I I, I got put on the Barstool tab I don't know if I should say this, but it's funny. I got put on the Barstool tab. So I walk up to Rico. I'm like, I'm trying to give him money for the pizza and some of the the, the sodas I had because no drinking or driving, obviously. Um, Put your money away. You're not paying for anything. (laughs) All right. So, again, shout-outs to the Riders. So many nice people. I was watching with some Michigan fans. Um, The big guy, Trav, from the Yak, who was in the Funniest Travis, was there. He's a nice guy. Um, Some Minifans, who it's good to see some Minifans that can touch grass. No, I'm just kidding. That was a joke for the Minifans. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. I apologize. Um, no, it was a hell of a night. Shout out RyderCon. Shout out Pirelli's. Rico's the best. Um, Liam. How can I forget Liam? Liam is literally my college roommate's brother's friend. How can I almost forget Liam? Sorry, Liam. Bubba. So, yeah, what a, that was a great night at Pirelli's in Long Beach. And if you're ever out on Long Island, go to the regular Pirelli's. Go to Pirelli's Long Beach. That was, that was so much fun. Um, and then one of the guys, like one of the people was like, Yo, this is really cool, man. I watch these guys on content and now I'm talking to them. I'm like, Yeah, man, like it's also my third time doing that because I went to that Coin Voice thing and the Petrol thing. <laughs> yeah. And then Jetski, which is really fun. Jetski's like, You wanna be on camera? I was like, uh I, not really. I teach, it's like I have a government job, but I do a so like, like okay, you don't have to be, no worries. Dude's literally <laughs> <laughs> out a picture. I'm getting texts from people. Yo, are you a rider? <laughs> yeah, I'm there. I'm there. I'm in the back. I'm. Pretty, I think I'm in the background of every video, which is insane. They did a trivia contest at half. The- it was a blast. It was a blast. Shout out the rider. Shout out Rico, again. Dukes, Jesky, Meek, Phil, the tech guys, Jason, Andrew, Liam, there for stool scenes. Uh, Frank, Doug, Stu, the Borellis. What a time! And an absolute blast. Thank you for that. All right. So on this show, and people are like, Barstool has no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Like, who the hell are the Riders? (laughs) Look that up. All right. uh, On this show, NFL playoffs are set. We'll talk about that in the kickoff. NFL Week 18 recap. Michigan wins the college football playoff national championship. Michigan. 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 Michigan men. What a time um, to be a Michigan man, which is... Yeah, you got. It. Honestly, over Ohio State, I always root for them, so I'm happy for them. Uh, we got some weekend soccer recap, college basketball, and then we will recap the final Survivor Pool Locks and Pick Six of the year. Good records, good records for those. So we'll take that. All right, kickoff. NFL playoffs are set. We have the Super Wild Card Weekend through Saturday, Sunday, and then the Monday night game. Baltimore and San Francisco are the number one overall seeds in the AFC and NFC, respectively. So they get the loan buy, and the schedule looks like this. Cleveland and Houston will be on NBC on Saturday afternoon. Miami and Kansas City is on Peacock at night. Get to that in a second. Pittsburgh and Buffalo, the 1 o'clock game on CBS. Green Bay and Dallas at 4.30 on Fox on Sunday. And then Sunday night, Rams, Lions, NBC, the Monday night game, Philly, Going down to Tampa Bay. That one's on ESPN. Now, I'm seeing a lot of conspiracies or you know theories in general that this game is on Peacock because of the Swifties and how they're going to get all these people to buy Peacock. Oh, put put Kansas City because people want to see Taylor for 30 seconds. At a, listen, number one, I hate Peacock. I hate all this streaming stuff, Paramount, pl- I, I cannot stand it, ESPN, I cannot stand it, I think it's, we've gone backwards almost, um, number one, number two, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory, I think it's good business, like, yeah, is it unethical? Possibly, we could have that argument, but, like, at the end of the day, they want to sell Peacock subscriptions, they have a Peacock game, Put Kansas City in it, and oh, by the way, Kansas City's you know Super Bowl champs and defend all that's right, great. What about Taylor? You got know, all the Taylor fans, right? So I is I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory. I think it's just a really well worked thing by Peacock, and give them credit and NBC and G. So like, listen, hey, you tip your hat sometimes. You gotta tip your hat even though it's horrendous what they're doing with Peacock. So and Francesa, oh, perfect, Fran. What a disgrace. Utterly disgraceful. Okay. Just per A1 ran, if you haven't seen that. I mean, he's, he's the best with that stuff. Um, so you have the double header on Saturday, triple header Sunday, and then the game on Monday night. So going back to the timeline of week 18. For the AFC, Pittsburgh stays alive with the win Saturday evening. And into the night game, it was Houston Indy in a win and in game. And the winner could possibly win the division, as well as we know. Houston wins it. On Saturday night, Jacksonville then loses to open up the spots for Buffalo and Pittsburgh and give Houston the division. Then Buffalo knocks off Miami in the AFC title game on Sunday night. NFC timeline, Tampa wins to uh, and beats Carolina to secure the NFC South. New Orleans beat Atlanta in win and need help matchup. Green Bay beat Chicago at home to knock out Seattle even though they won over Arizona, and that also knocked out the Saints with the Green Bay win. And then Dallas wins the NFC East after beating the Commanders, but Philly lost to the New York football giants for good measure anyway. So that's kind of how it played out timeline-wise on Saturday and Sunday of the the past weekend for uh, figuring out these playoff spots. So I believe the AFC field was set As soon as Jacksonville had lost, yes. And then uh, it was just about seeding. And then the NFC picture was set with the teams after Green Bay had beat Chicago because that held Seattle out and New Orleans. All right. um, So let's get into our NFL Week 18 recap Saturday night, Saturday evening, sorry. Saturday afternoon, evening into the night, sure. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Pittsburgh wins at 17-10. And Najee Harris touchdown put the Stullers up 7-0. Gordon fumbled for the Ravens because everybody sat basically. Rudolph to Warren, he fumbles. Huntley hits likely for a touchdown, so it's 7-7. Rudolph then fumbled the half end shortly after. Rudolph to Johnson on the slant, 71-yard catch and run touchdown. Stillers back in front 14-7. Gus Edwards then fumbles. It led to a Boswell field goal to make it 17-7. Ravens. Kick a Tucker field goal to make it 17-10, but then the Steelers recover the onside kick to keep their playoff hopes alive. Houston and Indy. Houston wins it 23-19. A Matt Gay field goal got the scoring starter for the Colts, so 3-0 lead. First play for Houston, Stroud. Collins, play action, deep ball. Touchdown on that connection, 7-3 Texans. Then Stroud hits Beck for a touchdown to make it 14-3. Gay, long field goal, cuts the lead to 14-6. Half-inch shortly after then. A Taylor long run uh, touchdown. The two-point play, good. We're tied at 14. Colts get a back. gay long field goal. Hits the upright, no good. Fairbairn long field goal makes it. 17-14 Texans. Gay field goal tie, 17 up. Singletary touchdown. They miss the extra point. So it's 23-17. 620 left for the Colts. They drive it all the way to the Houston 15. Fourth and one with 106 left. They try it for a swing pass. It's incomplete turnover on downs, the Colts call two timeouts, Texans line up to punt on fourth down with eight seconds left, and the punter takes a safety with one second left, he should have ran around, he ran right to the corner, like you got to run like side to side or do something, dude, like you can't just run directly to the corner, they're gonna they're faster than you do, they're going to catch you before the clock runs out, so one second left, it was 23-19, free kick, uh, they try the pitch play, it's recovered by the Texans, and that is, Ends it. So Houston gave themselves a shot at the division, which they end up winning because Jacksonville on Sunday loses to the Tennessee Titans 28-20. McManus Field goal got the scoring starter. The Spears touchdown put the Titans up 7-3. Lawrence to Ridley, deep shot. Touchdown 10-7. Jags in front, but then a Derrick Henry, and most likely his last game as a Titan. Touchdown puts the Titans back in front 14-10. Lawrence pass. Goes off Ingram's hands into a Titans defender for a pick. Spears another touchdown, 21-10. Lawrence gets picked again by the Titans. Turn it over on downs. In McManus field goal ends the half. Jags down 8-21-13. Uh, Tannehill the Hopkins touchdown. Increased lead to 28-13. Jags turn it over on downs. They get it back. Lawrence to Ingram. Touchdown Me at 28-20. Tannehill picked off. Good return for the Jags. But it's fourth and goal. Lawrence tries to stick the ball over the goal line over the top. He doesn't get it. He's short. It's a turnover on downs. Jags do get it back. But fourth and two, it's an incompletion, and they turn it over on downs again. This team is in cruise control, and they have nobody to blame but themselves. The Titans kneel it out, and that's how Tennessee finishes the season on a win. Spoiling Jacksonville season, 22 20 Falcons-Saints. Saints win 48-17. Ritter to Smith, 7-0. Falcons on the board and in front. Carter-Perry, tie game. Ritter. To Bijan Robinson, a swing pass turns into a 71-yard touchdown run. Atlanta back in front, 14-7. Then a Condre Miller touchdown. Knots us back in 14. Groupie field goal puts the Saints in front for their first lead of the game. But a coup field goal ends the half, 17 up. Ritter gets picked off. Carr throws a ball to Olave where I don't know how he corralled it and got his feet in an excellent uh, display of athleticism by Olave in that back right corner of the end zone. Then he hits Shahid for a touchdown, Carr does, so it's 31-17. Falcons have goal to go. They turn it over on down. Saints get a field goal to make it 34-17. Ritter fumbles. Carr throws another touchdown to make it 41-17. Then Ritter picked off again, and here's where it gets jameis because Jameis is in the game. Saints ask if they can get Jamal Williams a touchdown. Dennis Allen says no, and they run a touchdown play out of the victory formation anyway. So here's where I stand on this. Because Arthur Smith goes up to Dennis Allen at the 50 yard line, doesn't shake his hand, t- calls him off, all that kind of stuff. Hey, it's a, it's a, it's a lasting, um, final moment as an NFL coach because Arthur Smith got the can. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But here's where I stand: Is it dirty to run the score up on a division rival? I don't think so. I, I'm from the Jimmy Johnson school of, hey, you got to stop us. You know, it's, it's one thing to have your starters in, and to keep throwing the ball. Like, that's one thing. You know, or or to keep, like, hurry up offense when the clock's running you're up big. Like, okay, we can talk about class and all that kind of stuff. Sure, different argument. This is professional sports, last game of the season, trying to get a guy a touchdown. So I don't disagree with that. What I disagree with is this. You asked the head coach, he said no. You probably shouldn't do it. But if you're going to do it, at least line up in a real formation that isn't the victory formation. That, I think, is the most bogus part, which I don't think is being talked about enough, to be honest. Because I don't mind the Saints being like, hey, Jamal Williams stepped up for us. He played fullback when he's a running back. like that. We got to appreciate him. Let's get him a touchdown. You know, like, all right, set up to run the ball. We'll run the ball. If we don't get in, it is what it is. We tried, right? I'll deal with the other head coach. No, the head coach says no. And then you still line up in victory formation to hand the ball off. Like that's I'm more upset about the victory formation thing. The victory formation thing to me says, Hey, good game. We're done here. That's it. No more you know, let's call it. Have a good vacation. We'll see you next year twice, right? You go with the victory formation, that's what that kind of means to me. So I think it's bogus about the victory formation. I don't really care about quote unquote running up the score. These guys are professionals. These are grown adults. You're going to win, you're going to lose. How do you respond? How do you deal with it? So, um, this Jamal Williams touchdown at the end, I'm more bothered about it coming from the victory formation than them doing it in general and the Falcons being upset about it. The Falcons being upset about it, if they're upset that they thought the game was over because they were in victory formation, I agree with them. But if they're upset that, hey, all right, enough. Like, no, you're it's a division game. Like, what are we doing here? Okay. Um the other division game in this NFC South, Tampa, and Carolina, what a throw this was. Bucks win at 9 0. But it could have been very different. Young hits Shark. He's going in, ruled the touchdown, gets reviewed to a fumble touchback for the Bucks. So it could have been 7-0 Panthers instead. McLaughlin kicks a field goal. McLaughlin field goal ends the half 6-0. Pinheiro misses a field goal. McLaughlin makes a field goal. Young gets sacked. Fumble. Ball game. 9 0. The Tampa Bay Bucks win the NFC South debut. That's three years in a row in the NFC South. That was a division of turmoil. All right. Um, Minnesota-Detroit up next. Detroit wins at 30-20. Goff hits LaPorta for a touchdown. He got injured, so hopefully he's okay. Lions up 7-0. Gibbs touchdown, extra point, gets blocked 13-0. Joseph goal gets the Vikings on the board. Another Joseph goal ends the half 13-6. Detroit Lions. Vikings turn over on downs in the second half. A Montgomery touchdown makes it 20-6. 4th and 1 for the Vikings. Mullen chucks it up to Jefferson. He comes down with it for a touchdown. 20-13. To then Goff hits St. Brown for a touchdown. Here come the Vikings right back. Mullins to Addison, so it's a 7-point game again. A Badgley field goal made it 30-20 for the Lions, and then Mullins gets picked off. Vikings get it back. Mullins picked off again to end it. Snow game in the AFC East. Jets, Patriots up in the Razor, uh, Foxborough, Gillette. Jets end the streak. They have lost 15 in a row to the New England Patriots, and they win 17-3. A snow game as the weather w- got worse and worse as this one went on. A lot of miss, A lot of just miscues. A lot of bad football. Great leg field goal made the Jets uh, in front 3 nothing. Ryland field goal ties it. the leg field goal 6-3. And then they try to kick another Greg to Lake field goal, but he misses it half end, same score. He makes the next one, 9-3. Patriots turn it over on downs. Jets turn it over on downs, and here we go. Zappi picked off, but the Jets fumble. Pats recover. But then Zappi gets picked off again. Brees Hall touchdown, two-point play good. Jets 17-3 in control. Pats turn it over on downs, uh, and it could be... Last game for Belichick, as we will touch on that in a little bit. Cleveland-Cincinnati. Cincinnati wins at 31-14. Driscoll in for the Browns. Driscoll gets picked off. Browning gets picked off. Mixon touchdown. Browning to Mixon touchdown. Browning to Isavias, the Greek touchdown. Driscoll his He throws. Gets picked off. McPherson. Field goal. 24-0. half ends. Browning hits the Greek again. 31-0. Driscoll to Bell twice four touchdowns to get the Browns on the board. 31-14 final score. Cowboys, Commanders in Landover. Cowboys win a 38-10. Commanders turn it over on downs early. Dak hits Tolbert for a touchdown to make it 7-0. Robinson fumbles for the Commanders and then as Burkhart and Greg Olson are just saying how great of a kicker the kid is, Aubrey, for the Cowboys. The kick gets blocked. Big return. Commanders fourth and goal. The Cowboys won. Howell Robinson touchdown 7-7. Dak then pass gets tipped at the line and picked off a sly field goal puts the commanders in front 10-7 but here come the Dallas Cowboys Pollard touchdown makes it 14-10 Howell gets picked off Dak to CeeDee Lamb touchdown 21-10 half and shortly after to start the second half Dak CeeDee Lamb touchdown 28-10 commanders punt gets blocked Dak hits Cooks for a touchdown to make it 35-10 Howell gets picked off again Aubrey missed field goal but then he comes back and bangs another one so 38-10, Cowboys, NFC East, Champs, Philly. And the New York football Giants, Giants run at 27-10. Crosby field goal got the Giants on the board, 3-0. Hurts to Brown, he fumbles, he's out of the game after getting hurt there. Eagles turned over on downs, Barkley touchdown, Barkley touchdown, 17-0. Then Taylor to Slayton, touchdown, 24-0. Hurts gets picked off, he gets banged up with the finger. Mariota gets picked off, Taylor gets picked off, everybody's getting picked off. Elliott field goal puts the Eagles on the board 24-3. Mariota Watkins touchdown makes it 24-10. A Crosby field goal makes it 27-10. Giants. Mariota fumbles. Crosby missed a field goal. What a thriller at MetLife. All right. Bears, Packers. Packers win it 17-9. A Santos field goal got the Bears on the board 3-0. Carlson misses a field goal. That would have tied the game. But then here come the Packers. Love to Wicks. Touchdown 7-3. Santos field goal. Bears cut it to one, and the Packers driving, but no timeouts. They get um, the call on the sideline where they get the forward progress, which means you don't get out of bounds. So they can't stop the clock. They can't clock the ball in time, and that's how the half ends 7-6 Packers. They come out. Love hits Wicks again for another touchdown, 14-6. Love fumbles. Santos field goal cuts it to 14-9, but a Carlson field goal makes an 8-point game. Bears could not get closer. So... Packers going on to the postseason. Seattle beats Arizona when they needed to, but they need help. They don't get it. 21-10. Myers-Field goal got Seattle on the board. Prater-Field goal tied it. Gino to Disley, 10-3. Prater-Field goal, 10-6. And a Myers-Field goal made it 13-6. Connor touchdown ties it at 13. Cardinals actually went in front. Murray-McBride to touchdown, 21-13. Another Prater, a Prater miss, really. Cost them because if they were up 23 13 there, different game instead. said will lock a touchdown. They go for the two and get it. And then Prater for the win misses another one. And he's usually a good kicker, especially at home. So that's that's bad. Rams, Niners. Rams went at 21 20. A lot of backups in this one. Mitchell touchdown for the Niners. Wentz to Nakua, 7 7. Darnold touchdown made a 14 7 Niners. Wentz got picked on a deflection. Moody misses a field goal, and he's been a good kicker, so that's interesting. Darnold to Bell, touchdown, missed extra point, so back-to-back misses. 20-7, Wentz to Johnson, touchdown, missed extra point for the Rams. 20-13, to Rams end up turning it over on downs. Wentz and the Rams get it back. He hits Atwell for a touchdown, two-point play, good. They go up 21-20, and then Darnold, sack, fumble, Rams win. Denver and Vegas, Vegas 27-14, Myers, touchdown, 7-0 on the ground. Then Stidham to Judy, ties the game at 7. Carlson field goal puts the Raiders back in front, 10-7. And then an O'Connell the to Adams, touchdown, increases the lead to 17-7. The half ends shortly after that. Broncos turn it over on downs. O'Connell hits Myers, touchdown. Uh, Williams, touchdown for the Broncos. And then a Carlson field goal, 27-14. Stidham gets picked off, and that's the last action to note in that one. Kansas City and the L.A. Chargers backups here for KC. Chiefs won it anyway, 13-12. What a throw this was. Chargers going in, stick, fumble, scoop, and score. 97-yard return. Casey up 7-0. A Bucker field goal makes it 10-0. A Dicker field goal makes it 10-3. Gabbert gets picked off for the Chiefs. Dicker field goal at the end of the half, 10-6. Another Dicker field goal cuts it to 1. Another Dicker field goal gives the Chargers their first lead, 12-10. But a Bucker field goal puts the Chiefs back in front, 13-10. Chargers end up turning it over on downs to end it. Chiefs win 13 12. And then the AFC East title game because Buffalo was not in a winning in spot with the results that had happened earlier in the weekend. So both teams were in Miami and clinched a long time ago. Buffalo waiting to clinch uh, or waiting to get in something to happen. Then they had it happen for them down the stretch of the season with some big wins. And they come to this game on Sunday night where they didn't just need to win to secure their playoff hopes. They were already in. It was a division title game, and they win it anyway. Tua gets picked off. Allen gets picked off. Bills get it back. Allen gets picked off again. An hand touchdown puts the Dolphins up 7-0, but the Bills come back with an Allen to Sheerfield touchdown, former Dolphin, 7-7. Tua, Tyreek Hill, touchdown. They connect, 14-7 Dolphins. Bills driving. They can't score before the half ends. So second half, Allen fumbles. Dolphins can't do anything with it, so they punt it. Punter out kicks the coverage. Hardy catches it at the five, and he returns it 95 yards for a touchdown to tie the game. And he was gone, I'd say, what, the first 15, 20 yards? That was, that was all he had to do because, yeah, he had the punter to beat, but he also had a blocker up there for the punter. So he didn't have to you know, give him the hezzy hay and have everybody catch up when he had to slow down to beat the punter. No, he just had it blocked and ran. So we're tied at 14. Bills get it back again. Allen's and Knox touchdown, 21-14. Dolphins can't do anything with it in the second half. They were horrifically offensive in the second half. Um, Bills get it back, fourth and one. Shove play. He gets stood up right at the line of scrimmage. What a play. I think it was Sealer and and, and, uh, Wilkins in there. So the Dolphins get the turnover on downs they needed, but Tua picked off to end it. Bills win the division. Dolphins, they had it all. To quote Don Robbie of Arsenal Fan TV and DR Sharks, we had it all in our hands. Tough. Tough. So again, Super Wild Card Weekend is set. Cleveland and Houston on NBC on Saturday afternoon. Miami and Casey, the night game on Peacock. Triple header on Sunday. Pittsburgh travels up to Buffalo on CBS. Jim and Tony on that one. Green Bay and Dallas, it'll be Burkhart and Olsen. Rams, Lions, NBC on Sunday night. And then Philly and Tampa Bay, Monday night, ESPN. Um, So we'll preview all those games on Thursday with the deep dive into those ones. Black Monday, it came early for Arthur Smith. I think it was... Twelve oh two. The tweet came across from Schefter that the Falcons have fired Arthur Smith. And if you don't know, Arthur Smith's dad owns FedEx. I'm pretty sure. So that's he's he's doesn't have to worry about jobs or anything like that. Not that he has no money from this job, we know. But um, he'll be all right. So if you're feeling bad for him, don't feel bad for him. But went out screaming at a division head coach. So that's good, I guess. Um, but the Falcons have moved on from Arthur Smith. The Commanders and Ron Rivera have parted ways. Uh, It just seems like Josh Harris wants to do everything his own kind of way, and Rivera was there as this kind of stopgap guy between the old regime and and what was going to come in to be the ownership of that franchise. And Ron Rivera parting ways with the Commanders. I, I don't think it's a firing. It's more of like a, all right, you know, kind of a thing. And the Panthers have fired their GM, so it'll be a fresh start in Carolina for whoever comes in there, GM and coach-wise. And the big news, Belichick, is he done in New England? Um, Nothing of note, nothing official yet. He he met with Robert Kraft. I saw some stories that he does want to continue to keep coaching, and he's willing to possibly give up the GM duties if that's something that keeps him as the head coach of the football team, which is really interesting because who's going to be the GM of that guy? You know, who's going to oversee Belichick? I don't like guys in the GM of his own team. And now you're going to come in a, above. I don't know. So that's going to be a really interesting dynamic. I don't know if that's going to work out well, but the question marks are there. A lot of people talking about, you know, what the chargers have in an opening people talking about the Falcons, even the commanders. I disagree with the commanders, but fine. Um, but if he wants us to keep coaching, I don't think New England would want him coaching anywhere else. You know what I mean? So, um that's what we got there. All right, from the pros to the student athletes on the gridiron. One last time. College Football National Championship game. Michigan wins the Natty in Houston 15-0, the fourth time in NCAA history a FBS champion has gone fifteen zero Clemson in 18, LSU in 19, and Georgia in 2022, the other three teams. First natty for Michigan since 1997. It's their 10th overall. It's the first undisputed one of the modern era because everybody gives Michigan a lot of shtick and stick about um, them playing like the YMCA or like the doctors and nurses team that comes in in 1897 and they call it a national champion. Like, okay, you can't take this one away from them. They joined Ohio State as the only Big Ten schools to win the College Football Playoff National Championship. Michigan is the first number one overall seed to beat the number two overall seed in the National Championship in this format, 0-3 previously in three tries. Despite Harbaugh missing a majority of regular season games between the recruiting suspension to start the season and the Connor Stallions' uh, sign-stealing um, scandal in the middle towards the end of the season, They still were unbeaten and still found themselves in the national championship game. They only had five offensive turnovers all season, 45 penalties all season. And of those turnovers, this is crazy. Four of them were in the game against Bowling Green. They had five turnovers offensively all season and four of them were against Bowling Green. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. That's disciplined football. Um, in this game, Michigan's 303 rushing yards were not only more than Washington's total yardage for the game, 301. It was the most yards on the ground by a national championship winner in the BCS college football playoff era. So since 1998, the BCS started. Corum and Edwards, that tandem, became the first teammates to rush for 100-plus yards in an natty since Eddie Lacy and Yedlin of the Alabama 2013 BCS title game. And then the first in to rush for two touchdowns each since Mark Ingram and Trent Richardson in the 2010 BCS title game with Alabama winning. How about J.J. McCarthy? 27-1 and one as a starter. Michigan is now 40-3 over the last three years. And Coach Harbaugh says he can sit at the big boy table. His father has a championship. His brother has the Super Bowl. And now he has a national championship with Michigan. And, um the quote I saw where you know when he's done and people throw dirt on him that somebody will say A Michigan man and that'll mean everything to him that's really cool and, and I understand people are like the Ohio State or the Michigan State or the rivals of Michigan or the people that hate Notre Dame probably Michigan man I don't know I think that's really cool you know you strive to be something to embody something and then you do it you get to accomplish that I think that's kind of cool for me at least all right all right let's get into the game recap Number one, Michigan. Number two, Washington. In Houston, Michigan wins it 34-13. to It was Michigan ball first. McCarthy to Johnson twice for some first downs. Then a Mullins. Mullins, good run. Sorry, 14. Then the Edwards 41-yard touchdown burst. It was the record at the time, 7-0 Michigan. Penix gets... Washington's first possession going with a completion for a first down to McMillan. Then third and five, Penix to Rogers to convert. Penix hits Aduze for a chunk play. Third and one, Johnson run sets up goal to go, but the Huskies stall there for a gross field goal. So 7-3 Michigan. McCarthy hits Wilson for 37 and a big play. Then Edwards breaks his own record he had just set. It was 41 yards. Now it's 46 yards and the touchdown in the scamper. Michigan up 14-3. Washington three and out. Quorum had a big run of 59, flipped the field, but Michigan ends up stalling for a Turner field goal, 17-3. Washington, Penix, back-to-back completions to Aduze and Polk for first downs, but then two penalties back them up. Third and 19, Penix to McMillan to make it fourth and seven at the Michigan 47. They go for it, Penix incomplete, turnover on downs. Michigan goes three and out and punts. Washington goes three and out and punt. Michigan ball. Aruji, the Wildcat quarterback, Runs for a first down. Then third and eight, Edwards gets six to set up fourth and two at the Washington 38. They go for it. I thought you could have punted here, to be honest, but they go for it. McCarthy incomplete, so a turnover on downs. Here comes the Washington life a little bit. Penix to Westover to get the drive going. Uh, It comes back to the tight end for another first down. Then third and 10, a DPI keeps the drive alive and into the red zone. Three runs on the first three downs of goal to go. Then fourth and goal, they go for it. Penix, McMillan, touchdown. Big score at the end of this first half to make this a seven-point game. 17-10. Then Michigan, who, 42 seconds left. I figured, okay, you know, take a knee, maybe take another knee, get into the locker room, you're up seven, play defense, figure it out, right? No, they, they, they ran a few plays, but they end up punting. Washington does kneel it out, so we go to the half. Michigan, 17-10. And then we had the uh, amazing dozen trivia. Shout out Jeff D'Lo, Uh Frank the Tank doing Mets niche from like the 80s and early 90s. And then Bosco doing safe by the pal. What a knucklehead. All right, anyway, second half. First play of the second half. Penix picked off, so the Wolverines are set up. Quorum first down run. couple of false starts back up Harbaugh's. Michigan Wolverines, but they settle for another Turner field goal, so it's a 10-point game, 20-10. Penix to Oduze for a first down. He gets Culp on the sideline. He gets slammed out of bounds for an unnecessary roughness call. With that penalty yardage, it goes to the Michigan 34. Third and eight, Penix complete to Westover, just short of the line to gain. They elect not to go for it. They kick the field goal, make it a seven-point game again, 20-13. Michigan goes three and out. They punt. With uh, Washington gets one first down, but they end up punting them. Michigan pinned in deep. Quorum and then some McCarthy runs flip the field. They can't do anything more, but they eventually punt. It was a good job flipping the field. Washington gets another first down, but they cannot continue the drive. They punt again. Michigan three and out. Washington three and out. They had a big play. I think it was Oduze, if I'm not mistaken. He hit Oduze, Penix did, but it came back on a hold. So it seemed like the Michigan defense was just buying time. For the Michigan offense to wake up and score again. Because they had just done a great job holding Washington. And here come the, and here came that drive. McCarthy to Loveland for 41. To the Washington 30. What a catch. Then he hits Wilson for 12. And a first down. Corum. Touchdown. 27-13 Michigan. Penix to Oduze for 44. They finally hit a big play. And it didn't come back on a flag. So... Hey, maybe they get this touchdown seven-point game and keep it cl- Hey, anything could happen, right? False start. Backs them up. So they're faced with third and 13. Incomplete. I said to Sue Finer, run the middle screen. Get some yardage back. You got to go for it again, right? He started laughing. He goes, that's not a bad play call. They don't run the middle screen. It's incomplete. Fourth and 13. Penix picked again. Uh, Sanders still runs it back for 81 yards Or screw, Go down, go down, go down. No, he was running it back. He almost tried to score. Um, so he sets up Michigan quorum, another touchdown, 34, 13 then Washington fourth and one Nixon runs for a conversion, then fourth and 10 at the Washington 31 Penix incomplete turnover on downs, Michigan kneels it out, a gigantic national championship the last of this format with the four teams in the playoff. It started with the big 10 team in Ohio state. It ends in a big 10 team in the Michigan Wolverines. I mean, what a game folks. I know it wasn't the tightest game, but we did get, I, I thought a good game in the third quarter that mattered. I understand there's a lot of punts and people being like, Oh, another punt, another punt, another punt. Yes. Fair. I understand what you're saying. Um, But for me, I thought it was a good game. I thought it was a good game. I thought it was a game that um, kept your attention. And uh, congratulations to Michigan. Michigan men. I mean, they did it. They did it. They had not beaten Ohio State forever. They beat Ohio State. Then they get into the playoff. They lose. They get into the playoff again. They lose a heartbreaker. And... Now they win. Now they're national champions. And, like, that's the journey. Like, so many people talk about, like, like oh, you know, that team's not – they got to the play; they're not getting close. Like, no, some teams have to go on the journey. Michigan went on the journey. Give them credit. All right, let's go to the numbers. Third down. I told you both defenses Uh, were going to need to get off the field, and they really did a good job. Uh, Michigan, offensively, 1 of 10 on third down and 0 for 1 on fourth. So if Michigan got to third downs, they were in trouble. Same kind of thing with, with Washington. Two of fourteen on third down. Two of five on fourth down for the Washington Huskies. Red zone. Michigan four trips, two touchdowns, two field goals. One of the field goals was like from the the Washington twenty, so it's kind of sort of a red zone possession, but not really. So I guess you can count it. Washington two trips to the red zone, one touchdown, one field goal. The turnovers, two Penix interceptions. Special teams, no real missed kicks from either side. I saw. I thought Michigan punter. Uh, had a good game. Washington's punter didn't have a bad game, but nothing really of note for special teams. Um, sudden change. Michigan, the turnover on downs led to the Washington touchdown, their first touchdown. Then out of the half, Penix pick leads to a Michigan field goal, and then Penix pick. Quorum seals it. So that's how we say goodbye to the college football season and the final year of the four team playoff. And Really the final year of a college football sport as we knew it because of all these changes of the conferences. You're going to get USC, Washington, Oregon, UCLA in the Big Ten, Arizona, um, Arizona State, Colorado. Well, Colorado belongs in that league, the, the, big, the Big 12. But it's a different sport going forward. And um, congratulations to Michigan. They had not won a national championship in a while it's it's the most winningest program in the sport and people would say that but where's your natty you haven't had one and and 97 doesn't count cuz it's not it's disputed all that kind of stuff can't dispute this one hey two scandal two suspensions to the head coach like they got punished and they still won so like you can't you can't talk about it cuz they still went out and won with the punishments happening you know, this isn't like three years down the line, like, oh, my God, they were cheating. Take away the Nationals. No, like you suspended the coach for the violations in this season, and they still won all their games. So, hey, you got to give them credit. Tip your hat. Michigan men. Champions. All right. Soccer. weekend. soccer recap. It was FA Cup weekend in England. We had four, four, four four Prem versus Prem matchups. Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace Everton. Finish nil-nil. Calvert-Lewin got sent off, so that'll need a replay. Brentford Wolves is going to need a replay after a 1-1 uh, affair. Gomes got sent off. Mape scored for Brentford. Doyle with a great goal. Equalizer for Wolves. Finish 1-1. Tottenham beat Burnley 1-0. Pedro Porro got a big goal for his Tottenham career. And Arsenal-Liverpool. Arsenal, I don't know how they don't win this game going away. Liverpool did not play well for the first, what, 70 minutes. Klopp's like, I'm not playing a replay. He put two kids on. Liverpool get a own goal and then a Luis Diaz screamer screamer and Liverpool 2-0 beat Arsenal at the Emirates and move on to the next round Fulham Newcastle Brighton Bournemouth Villa Chelsea Man City Man U all through to the next round and also New York plays West Ham Forest and Luton La Liga Barca beat Las Palmas 2-1. A Gunaguan stoppage time pen winner. And it was a Copa del Rey weekend in Spain. Serie A. Inter beat Verona 2-1. Uh, LaTorre Martinez and Fretazzi. Fretazzi stoppage time winner. Verona also missed a last-minute pen uh, equalizer. Uh, AC Milan beat Empoli 3-0. Loftus-Cheek, Giroud, and Triore. Lazio beat Udinese, Pellegrino, and Ven- Venacino 2-1. Uh, with the goal scorers there. Turin, Napoli. Turin win 3-0. Juve beat San 2-1. Vlahovic, stoppage time winner, and Roma Atalanta finish 1-1. Coopers and Debala. the goal scorers there. Mourinho got sent off red card in the, in the final moments. Uh, midweek here, Carabao Cup semifinals. First leg, Middlesbrough host Chelsea and Liverpool host Fulham. Uh, bad news for Liverpool, Trent Alexander-Arnold out for a uh, a few weeks. They saw a scan, so he's going to be out a few weeks, which is not good because he's been playing great ball. All right, college basketball, Colorado and Arizona. Arizona big over Uh, Coach Boyle's buffs. UConn beats Butler, 88-81, second half comeback for the Huskies. Purdue beats Illinois. They hold off the Illini second half charge, 83-78. UNC went down to Clemson, 65-55. Tar Heels win it. Even first half, UNC better in the second half. Clemson did not shoot it well at all. TCU, Kansas needed a Dickinson bucket to win it late. Kansas 83-81. to Creighton holds off the Friars' comeback effort in Omaha, 69-60. Ole Miss, Tennessee. Tennessee, big. I mean, this was an unbeaten Ole Miss team. This is a huge test for them. Um, I'm not saying they failed it, but Tennessee's a good team, even though I don't like Barnes and I don't like most of the Tennessee team because Viscobi's has been there since I was in Manhattan College, which is a long time ago now. Um, Put a blowout. And then Texas Tech gets a big win over Texas, 78-67. They pulled away from UT in Austin in that second half. Some big games early in the week. Houston, Iowa State, you got Texas and Cincy, and then BYU-Baylor. So some big games in the Big 12 in the early uh, conference play here. All right. Uh, Last pick segment of the season, folks. Last pick segment of the season. Finished. Sorry, Poollocks. Two and one in week eighteen. Forty and fourteen on the season. Uh, is that my best record? Right? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. This is called um, producing on the fly, folks. And to see if what our record was. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Sorry, Poollocks. Three years ago, forty and eleven. Two years ago, forty and fourteen. Last year, forty two and twelve. So. Wow, I keep getting 40. I couldn't break through for 40. I got 42 last year, now 40 again. So this identical record as of two years ago. How about that? 40 and 14, 2-1 on the season. Jacksonville at Tampa was a loss. Tampa. Tennessee was a loss. Tampa at Carolina was a win. Dallas Cowboys in Washington was a win as well. And then pick six. Five and one week. 58 47 and 3 for the season. Houston, minus one, at Indy was a winner. Saints, minus three, versus Atlanta was a winner. Tampa, minus four, at Carolina was a winner. Chicago Green Bay, under 45, winner. Rams, Niners, under 42, just snuck in there, folks. Just snuck in there as a winner. Then Denver, LV, the Las Vegas Raiders, under 39. So 58, 47, and three. Let's look at the records. Three years ago, 54, 42, and six, Two years ago, 55, 50, and 3. Last year, 54, 50. This is my best year. 58, 47, and 3. All right. There we go. There we go. Is it 54, 42, and 58, 47? Maybe it's not my best year. I don't know. It's close. All right. Five and one, Week 18. 58, 47, and 3 for the pick six. 40 and 14 for Survivor Pool ox, And with those, we're saying goodbye to those. You know what that means, folks, right? One pick, we'll be back soon. The return of one pick, one pick a day, college basketball. That record is pretty good. Let's look at that record. What is that record? at? Uh, 19 through 23. So 2019 through 2023, 125, 93, and three, one pick. So not a bad record there either. Not a bad record there either. Um, so, we say goodbye to the college football season. Michigan men, the national champions. Uh, again, shout out RyderCon, shout out Borelli's. What a time. Uh, everybody from Barcelona was so gracious, so nice. Answered my stupid questions. Talked about TaylorMade and Tiger Woods with, with Frankie. That was so cool. Um, so, what a, a great time at RyderCon. Shout out to all the riders. Um, and Michigan Wolverines are the national champions. They have that journey. They've built it. So we say goodbye to college football, but we say hello to the NFL postseason. And with two games on Saturday, the triple header on Sunday, and a game on Monday night, super wildcard weekend. We will preview it on Thursday's show, so look forward to that. Uh, more soccer, I'm sure, we will talk about on Thursday show as well. And then maybe... Soon enough, we'll do our little college basketball look-in where I'll give you the whole thing and, and kind of a little reset of the season. So maybe we'll wait for the NFL season to be done for that. Um, I'll try to figure out when I did it last year because I, I thought I was a good segment when I did it last year. Anyway, all right. Um, so again, shout-out to the Rider Con, the Riders at RiderCon. What a time. Uh, everybody at Pirelli's Tap Room, Long Beach, great time. Um, Michigan Wolverines, national champions, and we got the NFL postseason to look forward to. Preview all that on Thursday show. Six games. We'll do deep dives. It's all of them, folks. So look forward to that. I'll talk to you on Thursday. And until then, peace. check out his podcast. That sounds like my kind of podcast. Football, 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 and sometimes other sports show. Sounds like me.